0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of Happy Cast with Ben and Brian. I'm Brian. Joining me, of course, is the one, the only, Ben. Happy day. Happy, happy day to you, Brian. Happy, happy day to you as well, sir. Uh, this is our first happy day, I think. Our first one ever, and it lasts an entire week all the way to Bummer Sunday. That's right. Happy day uh, is a week long celebration. Which makes it seem poorly named. Well, no, happy happy week. I think Happy Day kicks off the week of happy and ends on Bummer Sunday, kind of like the whole Easter thing. There's Easter Sunday at the end, right? Oh, course, sure. Yeah, Good Friday. Yeah, Good Friday. Happy, and then way before that, there's the whole Lent stuff starts. It it, it, kind of like how Easter starts on, or I guess Lent starts on Ash Wednesday and goes all the way until Easter Sunday. This is just. Happy day, and then Happy Monday. Just Happy Day, and it ends on Bummer Sunday. Okay, so it's a week long celebration of all things happy. Yeah, well, yeah, and you celebrate you celebrate Bummer things at the end, so you can go back down to normal life. Okay. Yeah, you know, more 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 holidays need to have a cool off period where <laughs> you just really really bum yourself out, like oh, back to normal <laughs> life, I guess. That's what most Mondays are, unless you listen to the Happy Cast. Only on HappyCast.website website and iTunes. That's right. Are we are we marketing to people that have a case of the Mondays? Is that our is that our strategy? Well, we seem to be marketing to people who already listen to the podcast. We seem to be marketing to the twelve people that download the show right now. We sometimes get up to sixty somehow. Oh, all right, all right. That's impressive, man. Average of like twenty or twenty five a week. Anyway, sure. So, sure. Uh, how, how will the citizen listeners? of happy day uh celebrate this whole well, week. well i'm glad you asked we have of course the opening celebration the opening ceremony of happy day which is the lighting of the happy candles Ooh. Uh, what what, the, what is the meaning behind those candles well the candles represent the miracle of which, when Happy Cast was rebooted with only enough material for one podcast, but somehow miraculously lasted eight in a row. Ooh, I mean like one per day until Sunday. Because that equals eight? Um, You know, you double <laughs> up on the first day. Um, oh, uh, all right. First right, day, you do two. Second day, you do two. The third day, you do three. What? But then you don't do any on Thursday. Or Friday. Yes. Or Saturday. And you do the yes. rest on Sunday. Yep, that's how that works. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Everyone these, these write are, that down in your notebooks. These are new traditions. We're ironing out the details right now. It's our first happy day, but... Everyone takes notes while they're listening, good. right? Everyone's so. always taking notes. That's the recommended way to listen. Because we, we leave secret clues in every ep edition. You put all the clues together, and then you'll find out where the happy cast buried its gold. Ooh. I don't, uh, what else do get people get to do? I'm excited. Well... Oh sure! Um, other traditions, you can go go caroling, singing happy carols. Oh, with uh, you know, invite invite carols in your life to come. You know, maybe your neighbor, your aunt. Um, you know, Carol, Carol Burnett, famous carols. Carol Burnett, Carol Brady, Carol Channing, Tatum. Uh, not not a person. The guy oh. uh, that played Archie Bunker. What was his name? What's his name? Carol. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can invite Lewis Carroll. Sure, Lewis Carroll. You read, uh, you sing songs from... Uh, there are lots of songs out of the Alice okay. in Wonderland books. Okay. Yeah, so I- any of that stuff? Carol O'Connor. Sorry. That's the, that's the guy. <laughs> I had to look up the actor that played Archie Bunker. Carol ah. O'Connor. Uh yeah, happy classic happy carols like uh if you're happy you know it clap your hands, happy days theme song, um oh happy happy, day. happy by Pharrell Williams, oh, happy it, day. Any song that has happy in it, as like somewhere in the title, that's one of your carols. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. And then of course don't forget to leave out the um the last the last day before Bummer Sunday you have to leave out. A bowl of macaroni and some copies of Die Hard on DVD for the happy Happy Day mascot which yeah, is just us. just Ben. Well, no, it's, it's both. Oh yeah, I think it's ben just Yeah, no, yeah. No. So, what will, just in case we happen to come by your domicile, we can just partake of deliciousness and fun. Yep. Yep. True. We probably won't make it to everyone's place, but leave out the macaroni and Die Hard DVDs just in case. Just in case. And to kick it all off, we have the real opening ceremony, which is literally an opening ceremony. Hmm. Ah, clever. I see what you did. Uh, yes, the classic happy day gift exchange. Yeah. So everyone exchange gifts with everyone else. The, the mm-hmm. first day is podcast host trading gifts. Yes. But after that, it's anyone who makes you happy in your life. And... Did we say that, that Happy Day is celebrated the first Monday in March? Oh, yes, it is. It's important. That's something people, everyone should know. It's always yes. the first Monday in March. Always. Always. Every year. Even you, if it doesn't have one. Years from now, when you're telling your grandchildren about the first Happy Day, you were there. <laughs> yes. And they'll say, they'll say, it's always the first Monday in March. Yeah. And, and you'll start this as a grand tradition. Uh, because we're, we're lobbying to make it a government holiday the whole week. Uh yes, it's not official holiday yet. You know we're lobbying, we're putting in the paperwork, trying to pass it through. But uh, go ahead, yeah, feel free to celebrate the unofficial first happy day right now. It's no yeah. big deal. All right. So how should we start doing? How should we start our opening ceremony? Oh well, you could go first, or I could. Either way, I don't I, know. I, I, I can go first. Okay. All right. It's it's uh, uh it's in this blue package. I'll, I'll read the note. Should I read the note out loud? Or is sure, it secret? go ahead. No, read the note. It's for it's for the podcast listening audience to hear. Oh, the note says, this seemed like a cool thing. I hope you don't own it already. If you do, feel free to send it my way because I do not. Happy, happy day, Brian. That sounds like something I wrote. Yes. <laughs> it, I think it is something you wrote. All right, now let me open it up. Okay. Let me pour the contents out. It's a pack of cigarettes. All right. I, <laughs> no. thought, I always thought you'd take up smoking. A Breaking so went... Bad pack of cigarettes. <laughs> that doesn't sound like what I ordered at all. Let, let me. No poker size. I think they're cards, not cigarettes. <laughs> breaking Bad playing cards. Does that make more sense? That yeah, that sounds that sounds more <laughs> like something I would have ordered. It's the same shape as a pack of cigarettes, and the front just says Breaking Bad and has both of them on it. Yeah, that's a, I sent you a pack of rice and cigarettes. Enjoy. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, nowhere on the front or any on the box. Can I, do I see the word cards? Ooh. <laughs> the top has poker size albino dragon. And then Sounds kind of dodgy. Magic finish, made in USA. Oh, the, oh, there it is. United States Playing Card Company. Okay, cool. It's trying to open the plastic, but I'm happy having a hard time because so I'm holding a microphone in one hand. It does make it difficult. Oh, wait. Okay. Here, here, here it goes. Sort of. I want to look at the insides. That sounds kind of creepy. The back looks really nice on this box. Okay. Oh, these are really cool. Are they good? Do they seem like a quality card? They, they definitely do. I think that's the f- filler card that they always put in there, but it has Gus and Mike and Hank on it with an RV. Another one has Walt and Jesse in the RV. Oh, it looks like the hearts is a bee wasp thing. Oh, right, from the from the logo. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ooh, the Jack of Hearts is Steven Gomez. Queen is Bree wow. Schrader. The King is Hank. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, The clubs, fittingly, is a biohazard symbol because it fits right into that. Jack, Saul Goodman, Queen, Jane, King, and Jesse. How about the diamonds? The diamonds... uh, What does that say? 00892B. Mm. Is that the number for something? Sure, it's something. I... I'm at a loss for what it could be at the moment. Mike, Lydia, and Gus from Jack to King. And then the last one is a gas mask, the spade. Oh, the ace of spades is, can you guess who? Well, I haven't said Walter White yet. It'd be weird if they didn't have him in there. So that's my guess. Well, the Jack, Queen, and King, you could probably guess all three of those. It's the White family. Well, Mm. (laughs) Walter White, Skylar White, and Walter Wait. Yeah. Sorry, yep. Walt Jr. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Another Walter White. <laughs> well, the ace is also, I think the ace is actually Heisenberg. It says, I am the danger, I am the one who knocks. Yep, that sounds like him. Is he wearing the pork pie hat? He is. And the two jokers are uh, Beaver and what's-his-face? Um, you mean Bad- Badger. Bad- Badger and <laughs> <Beaver>. Skinny Pete. <peas? laughs> Beaver. <laughs> Obviously, it's Beaver. Nope, it's, it's Badger. <laughs> yeah, they are the two Jokers. This is really cool. Thank you for the happy day present, Brian. No, oh, hey, I'm glad that it seems like it's of a quality because I will say that I ordered it on Amazon.com and there were zero reviews. oh <laughs> So it was a real shot in the dark. No, they are really cool. And it the... doesn't seem... They don't seem handmade or anything like that. No, no, these look like pro. These, are, these look awesome. In the backs looks kind of like the background of the title sequence, the green smokiness. Ah, cool. They look awesome. Well, I know how much you love playing poker. No, I. there are card games I do play that aren't poker. Okay, excellent. Yes. I think last time you were here, I think you had a deck of DC playing cards. Oh, I think, yeah, I think DC villains, yeah. Hmm. So, I figured now you can have some Breaking Bad cards. Mix them up mix them all up, just pour them out, mix them up. <laughs> I think it'd be obvious which one is from which deck, though. That's true. I mean, some games require two decks of cards, right? Is that true? Did I, I yeah, that th- I think so. But I think normally they're supposed to have the same back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, if you want to be picky about normally. it. Normally. Uh, well, thank, thank you for happy day present. Now, what no. is, what's yours? All right. Uh, mine, I'm looking at a plain brown box that has the name Bilothy, happy cast, Tidwell on it, which I guess is me. I I guess so. Bilothy. Yeah, that box is one that something we ordered came in, (laughs) and so I just used it again. My secret real name, Bilothy, and I'm going to do what I do with all gifts before I open. I'm going to violently shake it. Ooh, What's it sound like? It sounds like Breaking Bad playing cards? (laughs) No, cigarettes. Did you get me the same thing? No, maybe we could have like a Gift of the Magi thing, where <laughs> <Yeah>. I traded in <laughs> my poker chips to get you something. <laughs> yeah, we should have done that. That would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't know what they were in advance. <laughs> all right. I'm pulling out my box cutter. I will say also in advance, one of the gifts in here is specifically for Happy Day. The other are things we've gotten over the past several months and meant to give you. Oh. And might as well ship them all together. The biggest thing is going to be your main thing. All right. Opening the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? All right. Close your eyes and what's inside. Oh, there's a lot of stuff here. I've got a Halo, not Lego, but Mega Blocks. (laughs) Yeah, that came in one of our nerd blocks, and you are the person that I know that likes Halo most. That's true. I am a fan. Seems pretty cool. A little detailed figure in a vehicle. I'll put that together and put it next to my DeLorean at some point. Ah, uh, there is a hand grenade in here. <laughs> <What>? oh. <laughs> I don't remember putting that in there. Oh no, it's not a hand grenade. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a another Halo Mega Bloks figure that kind of looks like a hand grenade. We also got that one out of a nerd block. I think we oh, really see like Halo. They <laughs> you a lot of cool Halo stuff. All right. Wow, man, I just feel bad. Oh, there I should be a fit... piece of paper in there that's also a letter. Oh, hey, look at this. Brian. Happy, happy day. There's the HappyCast logo. And my sister drew the other thing on there. <laughs> and she drew a, a cool unicorn wearing uh, sunglasses, I think. Yeah, good job, new today. That's <laughs> a pretty good unicorn. It's very colorful. So I shall put that, I shall put that away in my box of... Letters and cards that I keep for some reason. <laughs> I have one of those too. There should be two more things. The I think biggest thing has is the main one of those. thing. This is a, a Luigi. Oh man, yeah, little, little Luigi. The one I'm you a, play as. I'm a fan of Luigi. Now you have a little Luigi. The year of Luigi never ends, man. I think it did. The year I ended. Think it is over. <laughs> and what's this? Oh no way. What is it's it? Too, too cool to be true. <laughs> it is It is a hat. I got you but a ball cap. It, not any ball cap. This is this is the the I don't know how you would describe this. <laughs> it's the it's the color changing lenticular back to the future two hat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, from from, you know, the scene where they go to the future. It is the future now. The future is now. It is now. The You're right. 2015. <laughs> that makes sense. I should go and get a hoverboard then. You should. I think they sell them in those oh, this, uh, shoes. It's a very, very cool thing to have. I I do appreciate it. It's very nice. You going to wear it around everywhere now? <laughs> of course. Of course I am. <laughs> to, what, why would I not? <laughs> wear it to Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. All, all around town. People will know me as the guy with the... The color-changing lenticular fabric-adjustable-size hat. <laughs> is that what the tag says? That is what the tag okay. says. <laughs> you will have to wear that for the picture for the podcast. Sure, sure. Proudly so. All right, well, thank you thank you for the happy day gift. Happy Gifts. day. Well, uh, one is the official gift. The other one is just stuff that we were going to send you anyway. Okay. The hat is the gift, though. I dig it, man. It's cool. I'm going to put it on right now. Yeah. I am wearing it over my headset. Ooh. All right. So now that we celebrated Happy Day, everyone yes. else give your give gifts to the people that make you happy in life. I don't know. I think that's the premise. I think. Something like that. Yes. So uh, now that that is done with, let's move forward to our Happy Hour segment. Okay, welcome to the happy hour part of the show. We talk about things that make us happy for the week. Ben, what you got? What you bringing? What you got? Uh, Mine this week is something that you may or may not have heard of before. Ben says yes. while stalling to open up what I was that's needed to open. That's, that's probably true every week. It's always a possibility that people may or may not have heard of it. Yes. Yes. They are called word avalanches. Oh, word avalanches. Words avalanches. Like words written by Bruce Valanche. No, no, it's not saying a lot of words quickly. It's I. I don't even know how to describe. All right, you have a bunch of words that sound similar but are different. Okay, yeah. And then you say them all in a row, and it sounds very – like you're saying almost the exact same words. Or to get a true word avalanche, you have to say – have it all sound the same. Like, let me find a a, a true one. If you were to write a direct, very short introduction for Microsoft Office's word processor, it might be a forward, 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 forward. Okay, all right. That's pretty good. So the first forward would be like direct. And then four words for very short. The four word is the introduction, and it's four Microsoft Word. See, it Mm -hmm. all sounds the same. But then you get ones that don't sound the same but are similar. Like, if if there was a contraption that draws pictures of the excrement of a fake extinct father bird, then it would be a pseudo da da dodo doo doo doodle doodad. dad Okay, all right, all right. It's it's a a fun uh, word avalanche. Just uh, an avalanche of words. What yeah. sound the same? Wasn't our last title close to that? Sure, the gate, 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 skate, yeah. gate, 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 skate, escape, skate, gate, gate. Escape, 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 gate, gate escape. I think you have too many gates in there. But yeah, escape. it's 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 like that, and so it doesn't work great on an audio format. <laughs> no, you really <laughs> have to see the words written written down, don't you? Like, is this lawyer Smith specializing in wills? Craft a will for Will Smith. In other words, Will Will Smith 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 Will Smiths Will. Wow. Yeah. Oof, that's a wrinkle in my brain, man. There's a whole subreddit about them. I usually just hit top and look at all the best ones. I don't see all the bad ones. I kind of want to know what the bad ones look like. All right, all right, all right. Let me go to. Uh, let's see. Controversial. The, the, the good, the good one, the, the good, the good efforts, but not quite. Controversial. Uh, Can you bring a Chinese snack to the guy who just won a bunch of creme caramel? Can you bring one wonton to Juan Anton, who won one one ton of flan? Okay, okay. I regret asking for that. All right. right. Simpsons character disposes of second grade funeral wear to the derision of the usual suspects actor. Wait, 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 wait. Um, (laughs) uh, um, Burns 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 spacey spacey kevin spacey burns (laughs) no (laughs) no he should play mr burns 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 b earns earns burns burns oh i don't know the usual suspects actor then okay all right well this one is just rhyming A fool with strange vanity accessories walked while chewing a piece of metal, impressing God when he attacked an imperfect imposter of a woman. An odd bod mod sod trod, nod rod, an odd God when he clawed a flawed fraud broad, Todd. Hmm. That is just rhyming words. uh, So that's against the spirit of word avalanches then? That's probably why it's under controversial. So so Dr. Seuss is not a good word avalancheist. Well, one wrote a poem. If you took a chinchilla from Chile I say you have to say chili instead of chile or it won't make sense and cut off its beard willy-nilly you could honestly say that you have just made a chile uh, sorry a Chilean chinchilla's chinchilla. See if you say Chilean it kind of messes up that <laughs> a, <laughs> a Chilean a Chilean <laughs> ch- <laughs> a Chilean chinchillin a Chilean chinchillin But yeah <laughs> those that, that those are word avalanches and I like them I sp- I see the appeal of that. That's good. It's like if you were to, uh, if you were to something something uh, billiard stick. Uh, you tweeted it the other day. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't remember. When the, I can't a remember pool, the setup. Pool pull Pool pole. A pool pool, pool pool? I don't remember which one it was. If you were to send out a survey asking whether or not you should construct a swimming hole shaped like a billiard stick, it would be a pool pool, Pool pole. Yeah. Mm. Not 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 very impressive. That would be a, a controversial entry. People would be like, no. Well no, it's correct, but to make it really good it'd have to be really long. You'd have to put a third one on there somehow. Yeah. Somehow. Like like if is there somebody named Poole? Is there a famous actor or something with that name? Key and Poole. The famous comedian. Yeah, yeah right. Key and Pool, yeah. <laughs> everybody knows him. Of course, yes. I'll have to I'll workshop that and bring it back next week. Is a town in England called Pool? With an E at the mm. end. Sure, yes. That's mm. most most of what I found. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, I want to end mine there already. Very good, very good. Word you avalanches. have your own, write in, if you can think of any ones yourself. Write ins. So, uh, Ryan, what are you... Not bummed. What are you happy about oh, well, on this thank happy you. week? Ben, I... First of all, I'm happy that you've asked. I'm happy to have the privilege of sharing with you my happy hour. I'm happy to share it. uh, Which that I am sharing now, reading from a notebook that I have written down and am not stalling. Oh, I will stall too. I'm stalling. Okay, I'm good to go. So, Ben. Yeah. The Odd Couple. It's pretty good. I've heard of it. That's my happy hour, and all I'm right, sticking to it. Move on to Bummer Patrol. All right, no, no. so uh, the Odd Couple. What? What is it? What is it? I don't, I'm not sure if I've actually seen a full episode before. Okay, well, I mean, let's start with the origins of the Odd Couple. Oh, okay. Let me lay down the premise. All we, right. We should all be familiar with the premise. Lay it on us. It is. It's. It's a, about a dude. Named Felix Unger, who is kicked out of his place of residence by his wife. Aww. And then he turns to his childhood friend Oscar Madison uh, to take him in, and it's about these two divorced men living together. but here's, here's the <laughs> oh here's the funny part. One is like a real kind kind of fussy neat freak, and the other is a total slob. How will what? these two men ever live together? Oh, it's like two different fish out of waters. I know. Double the fish out of water, so it's just two fish on land. But it was originally a Neil Simon play in 1965. Oh, is it dramatic and have mystery and intrigue? No, nah, it's mostly a comedy with the dramatic elements and intrigue. Sure, there's intrigue, and then it was turned into a film based on that play in 1968. Based on the play and not the the show. Yes, yes, the show came later. Oh, in 1970, it became a show based on the film, based on the play. <laughs> oh, oh no, did they make a video game? Uh, no, no video game listed here, unfortunately. Uh, what would they do for an odd couple video game? Um, it'd be like a Telltale game, like an adventure game, where you have to, uh, you're Felix, you have to like pick up, um, like socks laying around or old pizza boxes. So it'd be like if Monk lived with uh pigpin from the peanuts comic is pigpin like is he is he like messy does he leave trash laying around or is he just a dirty homeless child well, I, I never thought he was homeless i thought he was homeless that's no. why I, oh his parents just don't love him is that the <laughs> premise of Pigpen? i think that's it i don't know maybe he rolls like his all the time they don't care about his hygiene i think that's it so what if monk lived with that child that would be weird because he's an adult man, Pigpin should really be living with his family or a legal guardian all right, well all right what what if Pigpin is grown up now and monk is normal monk age? <laughs> the adventures of monk and adult Pigpin <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be, yeah that's pretty much what the odd couple is all right, all right, so now everybody who doesn't know can relate to those two characters, but it's, uh, it's great. I love everything about it. It's great. It's a simple premise that's just beautifully executed. Uh, my favorite version, of course, is the film version based on the play in which the roles are played by Walter Matthau and uh, Jack Lemmon. Which one plays Felix the Cat and which one plays Oscar Baumgartner? Not, no, those aren't the character names. And I will not dignify that with a response. Oh, which one is a sports writer? That is Oscar Madison. Okay, Oscar is a sports writer. Played by Walter Matthau. Oh, okay. Now I got it down. And by and, process of elim- elimination, I guess the other one is the other guy. Yep, you're correct. And then there's the TV series in the 70s with Tony Randall and Jack Klugman, of course, who went on to play Quincy in the show Quincy. Is that about Quincy and, Adams? Uh, he went to play Quincy Adams in a play based on Quincy Adams. John Quincy Adams? <laughs> nope the other one oh. non non john quincy adams non john and there's a new odd couple now i you know starring matthew perry and thomas lennon it just started but uh is it good you know, it's, I, I haven't watched it this basic premise i'm sure it's fine i'm sure it's fine it's a good premise that's kind of interesting because uh i almost said john lennon because thomas lennon was in how i met your mother and he was german and he, was, uh, he introduced Ted and Victoria to a German show that was basically the odd couple, as like it's a, a joke they did for part of an episode. Ah, uh, yes. And now he's in it. Now he is in, he's in it. Guess which one he plays? Uh, the odd one. Yeah, they're both odd. They're an odd couple. Well, but are they both odd, or are they both just different types of normal? No, they're both odd. They're both odd. Okay, I, th- I thought one was just messy and one was neat, and that was the whole thing. They're both odd gentlemen. What? What makes them so odd? <laughs> uh, so they're so crazy, miss, miss, mismatched, mismatched. But, but that makes them as a couple odd, I would think. Mm-hmm. You're right. and not them They're... themselves That is it's just two normal guys or do they have wacky adventures themselves they they do They do. I recommend the film version on Netflix it's a future Netflix pick the TV show version is good it opens with a narration which is great because back, back in the day you could just open a show with a paragraph of narration to set the table and the people are like okay yeah I'll accept this you know what movie did that Death Race yeah it works 2000 it works. and regular they both did that to set up didn't The Purge do that I think so, yeah. Oh, man, amazing movies. The the show comes on, you hear this deep voiceover. On November 13th, Felix Unger Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. Deep down, he knew she was right, but he also knew that someday he would return to her. With nowhere to go, he appeared at the home of childhood friend Oscar Madison. Sometime earlier, Madison's wife had thrown him out, requesting that he never return. Can can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? And then that's the odd couple. So, do they ever get back together? Uh, yes. Yeah, last episode of the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't. Are they regular characters? The the wives, or that just they show up suddenly? I yeah. I don't think they're they're not regulars. Are they all like Norm's wife from Cheers? They're kind of like Beer from Cheers. I think. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember her name. Okay. And also, the the show and the movie version both have maybe my favorite theme song hands down of anything ever not cheers i thought cheers was your favorite the cheers Lost is my, theme song. I, I said maybe but cheers is okay. good odd couple's also good you know you know sing along with me ben it goes i thought you it was know? the get smart song though so i was confused <laughs> Ba-ba-ba-ba, no Ba, 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 na. you know that, that whole thing <laughs> my favorite thing to do is make up lyrics to it but they're odd yeah. watch it no 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 you go ahead go ahead and uh hum hum a few bars and i'll sing along i i don't know the song that well i've just heard it before <laughs> i'll play it here it's uh, like a midi of it under oh it was a play i thought I, I, I don't hear anything no i'll do it later <laughs> Oh, you'll just you'll let me let me like make up some words and then put some music to it. (laughs) Yeah, that that sure that that'll sound great. Okay, here we go. Two old friends, one's real neat, one's real messy. Can they live together without going crazy? They are such an odd couple. They are such an odd couple of guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! I, I I regret this decision. <laughs> this, this will be on the Happy Cast album coming out no. this spring. <laughs> coming out never.
1: <laughs> no. Maybe yeah, that's odd one couple. of the parts Check of out.
0: the dozing tapes. Oh yeah, just just the Odd Couple theme song. Or you singing the Odd Couple theme song. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just gonna this is gonna be very soothing to be. <laughs> I'm sure they'll love it. It replaces uh, Jeff Bridges humming. It's very uh, Jeff Bridges. Something was pretty good, Ben. Yeah, well, so will your Odd Couple song. Mm, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's it. My Happy Hours, to the Odd Couple. I'm a fan. Always been a fan. I've got an odd couple. I have an odd couple story about a board game that I don't know if I should share. can Oh, yeah. No. Sh- no. Uh, yeah. Don't share that yet. S- save that. What for? Well, I wanna, we can. Flash I want to tell it now. <laughs> oh, you can tell it now, but we can also flashback and tell it then. Okay, fine. I'll try to remember it then. I think you'll still remember that story. I remember that story. That was a funny story. (laughs) You're really really overselling (laughs) the story to the listeners. Man, it it was so funny. You guys really should hear it. Maybe the best thing that's ever happened to anyone. (laughs) Start talking like Eeyore. Oh, why bother? Okay, cool. Uh, So with that in mind, let's just uh, stop by with a quick word from our sponsor and then roll right into the Bumper Patrol. Hey there, Hungry bromigo. You look like you could use a meal. Yeah, I'm pretty hungry. Well then, why don't you head down to Taco Mel's. Taco Mel's? What is that? Taco Mel's is the raddest, coolest, dopest, most out of control Mexican restaurant in town. Sounds great, but what do they have? Well, come on by and try something off of our express menu, like the 10-layer burrito. Delicious. Mexican spaghetti. Scrumptious. PBJ quesadilla. Yummy taco nuggets heavenly cheeseburger burrito mouth-watering or if you're entertaining a group of people why don't you try our burrito party pack which is a 10 pound bucket of burritos, succulent or you got a got a sweet tooth looking for a dessert try our nacho cheesecake not my cheesecake nacho cheesecake Romigo, how much money you got in your pocket? Are you sure you can afford all this? I just got a few quarters. Well, then, in that case, you might want to try something off of the Taco Mel Rock Bottom Value Menu. Affordable. That's right. Many fine selections on the Rock Bottom Value Menu, like half a taco, three nachos, or a bag of soda. Straw not included with the bag of soda. So, Taco Mel's. Check it out today on the west side of town, next to Crazy Dimitri's Friend Zone. Taco Mel's. Oh man! Okay, welcome to the. Part of the show where we talk about the thing that has us kind of feeling blue. Ben, what is your. this week? My. is uh, how Angry Birds works. Uh, just the the mechanics of the video game Angry Birds. Yeah. And throw birds at pigs. Why are the birds so upset? No, Why are no, they attacking pigs? No, not not really. Like the whole idea of Angry Birds and the plot, because it's not really a plot. I've been playing Angry Birds Star Wars recently because it's on sale for a more reasonable price than sixty dollars on the Xbox. How much? How much was it? Ten dollars. It was ten. I'm okay with getting it for ten because I can play it on a big screen, and it has like different levels. I'm okay with that. I feel like so I've played it enough that ten dollars has covered. How much I've played it, but you, you're playing Angry Birds and you hate Angry Birds. Well, no, it's more that I hate a specific thing about it. In that, see, I, I the can, birds, I can pretty the anger. No, the, oh, the anger makes me angry. No, it's a specific thing about it. About trying to get three stars. I feel the need to get three stars on every level. I don't have to. I could just. I can kill the pigs and move on. That's not that bad. That's kind of puzzly. But getting three stars is ridiculous in some of the levels later. It goes by points. You throw the birds at the pigs and their structures and try to get a large amount of points. And the way that you get three stars is usually by having a bunch of birds left over because each extra bird is worth 10000 to your total. Either that or you have to break a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, okay. Um, Quick question, uh, clarification question on the scoring. A bird in the hand, how much uh, would that be worth? Uh, 10,000. Oh, wow. Well, that's not bad. Okay. A bird trapped in a bush is worth almost nothing. I think it is worth nothing unless you destroyed the bush. Mm. So the pigs give you some nice chunks of points, and the blocks give you some good points, but you almost always need to try to beat it with your first bird, if possible. And almost always you have to do some like crazy, ridiculous shot And also hope that blocks are going to fall in specific places where they break other blocks. And so you can know exactly how to beat a level and get three stars. But actually doing it involves like slightly changing your angle. And slightly shooting your laser a different way. Or a different, like just barely different timing. I hate that so much. So it's more based on luck than skill is what you're telling me. You just need the lucky break. Yes, whereas like if you just try to beat the level... It's kind of like a puzzle game in later levels. Like, oh, this is mysterious. What's the fastest way to do this? But, yeah, going for points, it's just luck. You you shoot somewhere. Oh, didn't work. Do it 50 more times eventually. Oh, it worked that time. (laughs) That sounds just just dreadful. And so maybe I'm just mad at myself because I don't have to get three stars, but I feel like I need to get three stars on every level you're hooked you're hooked on the feeling of getting three stars so i guess the, the the scoring system of angry birds the way the way you get three stars if it was just like defeat all pigs like maybe with bird one or two or something like that i don't know i, I don't i just don't like how it works or lower the freaking totals I, that's uh, fair i haven't played much angry birds but my experience was similar to that the uh, scoring seemed unfair it it is all right, but that—that's all for my bum patrol, though. It's just—it's okay. oh, been bothering me. I've been playing up recently. What—what what are you bummed about? B- sorry, bummed okay. about. Okay. Um, <laughs> let me set the table for my bum patrol. This—a right. uh, week ago, a week ago Sunday was the Academy Awards for the year. Yeah. M- maybe you saw it. I—I I did not, but I've heard about it. Is that the one where Katy Perry danced with the shark? Maybe, yeah, maybe I didn't see it either. Oh. But maybe that shark was there. Who knows? I hope so. Sitting in the audience, waiting for his award. Uh, but there are many awards handed out for various uh, actors and technical things, as you know. You know how award shows go. It's pretty it's easy, pretty predictable. Who's going to win these things? Uh, Birdman won a bunch. Oh, of, did it? yeah, Birdman or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, which is I the full never title. I've heard of that one. Uh, it's Michael Keaton. Okay, let me tell you about Birdman. It's the same movie. Oh, that's what you meant. I thought there was a different movie. Okay. Never mind. No, no I think the full title the full the actual full title is Birdman or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Uh, oh. I thought you were saying both of those have won awards. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, tell, so tell one... me about this movie. Okay, just real real short. Michael Keaton plays an actor, uh, an older actor, roughly Michael Keaton-aged. And oh. he, early in his career, he starred in a series of superhero films called Birdman. What a coincidence. I know. It's, it's weird, right? Did he audition for and this, or was this written for him? It was written for him. That makes sense, then. The director said that if he couldn't get Michael Keaton, he wouldn't have made the film. Oh, very interesting. Um, but, and it's about this guy, uh, you know, putting on a putting on a play in New York, uh, you know, st- struggling to kind of revitalize his career and find relevance. It's, inter- it's really interesting, uh, you know, a lot about his, his his ego. It's 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 an interesting film. Got a lot of um, praise critically. I, I thought I thought I think it's I think it's good. I don't it wasn't my favorite movie of the year, but it's you know it's fine. You can see the artistry. At work, it's it's an interesting film. But anyway, Michael Keaton was nominated for Best Actor for this picture. Oh, really? And he was the heavy front runner, the heavy favorite to win. And when the and when the, the time for the award came, the, it was actually given to the guy that played Stephen Hawking in The Theory of Everything. Oh, I I've heard of that movie. Yes, yeah, the movie about Stephen Hawking. Oh, that makes sense. Which is kind of, I mean. It's kind of surprising, but not really, because the Academy tends to give awards to people that um, play play actual people, like biopics or people actors that go through a tremendous physical change for their role. That seems to be something that they really do. Oh, and Michael Keaton Academy. kind of played himself. Kind of. It's really impressive. It's a strong performance. But yeah, the guy that played Stephen Hawking, you know, he went through the. The, the disease, he did his body the right way. It's, it's an impressive uh, performance. But um, anyway, nobody expected this guy to win. And there there's a vine from the telecast that's them announcing the winner. And then you see Michael Keaton in the audience putting away his acceptance speech. And it's the saddest thing I've ever seen. I'm just really sad for Michael Keaton. Oh, yeah, I saw that too. It is really sad. Just let me... Oh, let me tuck this away until the next time I'm nominated for an Academy Award. You we'll we'll make Birdman 2 next year. Sure, Birdman 2. Adventure of Birdman. Let me tell you the cool thing about Birdman. Yes. Just the hook. The way it's shot. Technically, it's a very impressive film. It's shot in these long takes and edited to look like there are no cuts. It's, it's made to look like one constant take through the whole film. It's pretty cool. Oh, that does sound cool. I, I want to watch this. That's the hook. You have, you have sold it to me, and now I want to watch it. No, oh, I so do. I get commission for selling it to you. You do not. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it's one of those things. It's not for everyone. It's kind of award show bait, but apparently not good enough because Michael Keaton did not win. Well, I want to watch it because Michael Keaton, because Birdman, and because of the long takes. He was a pretty good Batman. Ben, who's your favorite Batman? My favorite Batman is Kevin Conroy. <laughs> Oh, from the animated series. Yes, I like that Batman a lot. My favorite Batman is Bruce Wayne. What? That's 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 kind of cheating. Well, that's okay. Then Dick Grayson, Clayface, uh, the, the original Robin, who went on to become Nightwing, and then for a brief period of time, Don the Cowl is Batman. Was was that when Bane broke his back? Uh, no, it's when Batman got sent back in time. <laughs> what? What happened when Bane broke his back? I thought one of the Robins took over temporarily. It wasn't a Robin; it was somebody else. There's somebody else that wore the, the cowl. Uh, I thought I thought it was maybe like just any of the previous Robins. Okay, no, it was a French guy, I guess. I don't French I don't guy remember. was Batman. Yeah, a French Batman. I'm not sure. I'm I I'm not the person to answer these deep deep Batman questions. If you know the answer, write in. <laughs> sure. Yes. If you if you have a deep knowledge of 1990s Batman? Yeah. Then tell us. Sure. Absolutely. But that's my Bumper Patrol. I'm sticking to it. And let's move forward real quick to a guest segment. And then (laughs) after that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> S- some guest segment <laughs> a guest a guest segment will be the next thing you hear i am not going to hear it because it's not uh recorded yet but uh we'll some somebody will record something and we greatly appreciate their efforts <laughs> so, we, gotta, until, what, we, we have we have several lines out there just just hoping hoping that somebody is uh, able to do it because it's, it's basically like american idol and Oh, sorry. I was thinking of a different type of line. Oh, yeah. I was thinking that we're at like American Idol. We have a bunch of people coming to audition and do a guest segment, but we're very selective. No, no, we're not. We're not that selective. These no. are mostly favors to us. Where we're like, hey, you know, could you please, could you please do this thing? That'd be cool. Please. But yes. Uh, hey, let's hear that great guest segment, and then uh, after that, something new. Hi, I'm Terrifying Bearface, and this is Seinfeld Explainer. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Seinfeld. Hey, good night. Hey, thanks for having me, everybody. So, what's the deal with those things on the end of shoelaces, am I right? Do they have a name? Do they serve a purpose? Uh. What's the deal... jerry they're called aglets and they're used to keep the ends of your shoelaces from fraying and unfurling oh okay uh thanks thanks uh thanks for you're welcome the uh, the information um let's see uh what else we got what about what about adverbs what's the deal with that are they are they advertisements for verbs i think people use verbs enough already am i right Jerry, an adverb is a word that describes a verb, an adjective, another adverb, or a sentence that is often used to show time, manner, place, or degree. Oh, oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, hi. they're really useful. You're welcome. Okay. Let's uh, really, really burn through the material fast tonight. Um,. <clears throat> Hey, what, what about VCRs? What's the deal with that? Can anybody program them? It's uh, it's almost impossible. Am I right? No, it's actually really easy. You should have the manual. There might even be a time button on the front you can press. Or or, or, or I don't even understand why you even have a VCR player anymore that needs to have the time on it. Okay, uh, thanks. Um, You're I'm, welcome. Uh, I'm... That's it. That's it for my act tonight. Thanks thanks everyone for having me. Hey, thanks for the lovely guest segment, guest. Good work. <laughs> it was hilarious, guest. I I really enjoyed it, guest. Good good stuff. Thank you, guest. You do appreciate it. Now time for a new segment, which we're going to call The Good, The Bad, and The Okay. Ben! Yeah! Tell us us what the segment's all about. This segment is about picking three movies each. One that is good, one that is bad, and one that is okay. Oh, you're really really dropping a lot on me here, Ben. I'm so ill-prepared for this. The, The goods, we recommend you watch. The bads, we recommend you don't. The mediocre's and the okay's... If you want to. It's up to you. It's okay. Okay. All right. Excellent. Uh, so this is a segment. So are a brainchild. So why don't you get us, get started? Let us know how I always how get started anyway. Oh. Right. <laughs> well, I watched recently what I have read online is called uh, the Beige Volvo Trilogy of Nicolas Cage movies. Why is it called the Beige Volvo Trilogy? In each movie there is a reference or sighting of a beige Volvo it's weird they all came out 96 and 97 is this like that one car in Lost that people kept spotting like this car is important this car is a major player but it's just a reused prop was that a beige Volvo I don't remember. It was a car. Cars are all the same. It was beigeish bronze, I think, at least, or maybe golden. I don't remember. I don't know because it is kind of like that. But it's three different movies that all happen to start Nicolas Cage, and it's his, it's his own car that he keeps bringing and putting in the film or talking about. I don't. I don't know how it works. Oh yeah, it's like how Alfred Hitchcock always made a cameo in his film. Yeah. Nicholas Cage likes his beige Volvo in all his <laughs> pictures. In, in those three, in those three movies, at least. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, but yeah, so I watched all three recently, and I think one of them is good, one of them is bad, one of them is just okay. Ooh, how exciting. Now, so Maybe was... I will name all three, and you can try to guess, even though okay. you already know, but you can try to guess which one is which. Okay, so I watched recently, what's the order I watched them? I watched Face Off, I watched Con Air, and I watched The Rock. Okay, all right. I've only seen Face Off. I've not seen these other two movies, but I'm going to assume Face Off is good. Uh, the Rock is okay, and Con Air is bad. You are close, except you're totally wrong. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, the good, The Rock, not not the wrestler turned actor. He's he's pretty good, Wayne Johnson. Yeah, he is pretty good. I like Fast and Furious movies. He's really really charismatic, fun guy. And didn't he play like a babysitter or something in one of the? uh, He was like the tooth fairy in the Tooth Fairy. That's Vin Diesel. Oh, Vin Diesel. Oh, that was Vin Diesel. Weird. It was Vin Diesel. He was the pacifier. I remember watching that in theaters for some reason. Because you're a big Vin Diesel fan. (laughs) Big fan of Vincent Diesel. Vincent Van Diesel. (gasps) Oh man, did I tell you the story? Uh, it's not really a story. It's that <laughs> my, my roommate thought his name was Van Diesel. And that, just, <laughs> really? that tickled me. <laughs> oh, you know. Van Von, Diesel. Von Diesel. Count oh, Von Diesel. <laughs> oh, bouncy. Okay, so The he Rock can is good. Walk Tall or Stand Tall, whichever one it is. Walk Tall. That, okay, that one. He's good in that. You know, yeah, The Rock. It is a movie about a bunch of people who do stuff. Let, let me read IMDb. It's what like if it, they remade The Rock starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson? It would be amazing. And then uh, there's an album consisting of music only by uh, the band Guns N' Roses, and you uh, listen to it uh, at Alcatraz, then that would be uh, uh, The Rock's rock. The Rock, 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 right? <laughs> I think you just said Rock it. a bunch of times there. <laughs> Swoosh, word valanche. All <laughs> no. all in your ear. Nope. This word valanche. The Rock is about a mild-mannered chemist played by Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> He's a mild-mannered chemist. <laughs> he is a mild-mannered chemist. And a, That's pretty good. And an ex-con who is also a pro at escaping prisons Ooh, played like, by uh, like Sean uh, Connery. Like a regular Sly Stallone from Escape Plan. Yeah, except he wasn't hired to; he just kept doing it
1: <laughs> and How, kept arresting. Like him. as a hobby, no. like
0: he liked it. Like he's just—that's his thing. I, I think it was more motive as wanting freedom. Oh, prison! So he's just a criminal that was really good at uh, escaping yeah. prisons. Yeah, okay. played by Sean Connery, and with his backstory in the movie, I like to think that it actually is James Bond. Because it Old almost James Bond? trained by like British special forces. They don't like to. Say that he exists anymore. He's all these special set of skills. But they lead a counter strike when a rogue group of military men, led by a renegade general played by Ed Harris, uh, threaten a nerve gas attack from Alcatraz against San Francisco. Sure, of course. Yeah. Action star Ed Harris. No, he doesn't do too much. Of the- He's more of a military leader guy. Uh, Tony Todd is in it. No, it's it's really good though because uh, surprisingly, I liked Nick Cage in this. He wasn't too crazy, and I think what really helped was that Sean Connery was really good, and so was Ed Harris. It's a movie where you kind of agree with the bad guys on some level, enough to relate to them a little bit, but the the good guys they're they're really good. The movie yeah. is it's let's see, I uh, uh director Michael Bay. Don't let that make you not want to watch it. Cause he does I a hear good it. job. This is best film. I-, I think he even thinks so himself. I think he said that before, at places in interviews. Ooh, places. Uh, music is by Hans Zimmer, and it sounds suspiciously like Pirates of the Caribbean that came later. Like hmm. even like uh, the way the chords go and the different musical flow of it feels feels very similar. And uh, there's something else you might want to know. I don't know who Jonathan Hainsley is. Who wrote the shooting script? But uncredited screenwriters, Quentin Tarantino and Aaron Sorkin. What? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Maybe (laughs) I should look into this. You should. I thought it was really good. Does it have Tarantino and Sorkin-esque dialogue at the same time? At the same time, really fast, long... Like, like people, people like long shots of people walking down hallways talking about obscure 70s TV shows. Is that? No, I, I wouldn't say that exactly, but it, it's really good. Arnold Schwarzenegger was almost in it. Almost, not quite. No, yeah, I think he turned he it almost, down. He was almost the Nick Cage role? Uh, I think he was almost the other one. Sean Connery? Yeah, he's almost the Sean Connery role. But then he got oh, to man. play a convict later in Escape Plan. I just wanna I just I just I can't help but imagine Schwarzenegger playing it doing his best Sean Connery voice. <laughs> but, well he would have had to had well they probably wouldn't have made him British anymore. They probably would have just made him Austrian at that point. Uh, the rock's a tallest trap now. Is that your Arnold Schwarzenegger is Sean Connery? Or is that You're just your Sean Connery? You're the man now dog. Right. <laughs> oh, that is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty bad. I apologize. Yeah, but uh, there is a guy from West Wing in this. So oh, uh, the president, old uh, nope, president, not him. Bar- Barfly. His right? name is no, no, nope, nope. His name is John Spencer, the actor name. Uh, he was Leo in the West Wing. Yeah, the the, the 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 not vice president, the head, head of the something. Th- third president. Your, your, your vice, main vice helper president. guy. Your main helper guy. I can't remember the name of it. It's it's really good though. I recommend that movie. Oh, uh, John C. McGinley, Doctor Cox on Scrubs is in it. Mm. It's weird. I don't know. It, it's kind of action, but also there's drama, and I I like that one. Uh, what's should should we uh, should continue mine or should you do yours? No, no, go ahead. Keep you're on a roll. So, so the rock is good. The rock is good. I like the rock. I just googled the rock IMDb. The second result is always Dwayne Johnson. All right. So the 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 bad. Let's go with the bad next. I really did not like Face Off. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let, let's let's what? slow down. <laughs> what? Did you not like it because it's a bad movie? Yes. <laughs> Were you were you not entertained? I was wanting to stop, but I kept watching anyway because it was bad. You What? You wanted to – so you weren't enjoying yourself? It wasn't unwatchable bad, but it was, I don't want to watch this anymore, but I can't stop because it's just like a train wreck that keeps exploding further and further. Oh, I love – I love Face Off so much, man. The middly-end really... part I liked more. Is breaking my heart, Ben. The start Go ahead. Was the worst. <laughs> G- give us, give us, uh, give us a thirty-second rundown of Face Off. All right. You have an over-the-top actor, Nick Cage. An over-the-top actor, John Travolta. With ah, an over-the-top director, John Woo, with an over-the-top ah. script where they have to switch, or one of them tries to wear the other's face to get information about a bomb. It's so. Let's just talk about. Let's just talk about Face Off for the next hour. <laughs> um, so John Travolta plays. Um, uh, some kind of law enforcement officer yeah, he's FBI. named Sean, Sean Archer, of course, yeah. and he's trying to track down this convict, uh, high-target convict named... Caster Troy. Ca- Caster Troy. And uh, you know they have this big shootout in the beginning at an airport, and Caster oh. Troy's down, he's hospitalized, but... They need more information or something, so they do an experimental procedure where they take off Nicolas Cage's face and put it on John Travolta. And he goes undercover as Castor Troy, but then Nicolas Cage wakes up, and then he, uh, at gunpoint, forces the doctor to put John Travolta's face on him. And somehow found and killed the very few people who knew that Troy was, or wait, that knew that Archer was Troy. Oh, so, oh, so man, what are you talking all. about? How yeah, did you not love this movie? The part and then, I liked was when they were switched just living each other's lives. I thought that was okay. It was like a body swap movie. That wasn't bad. But the start, everyone's acting is so bad. But it's just a face swap movie because they have the exact same bodies. Yeah, but no one notices the body difference, which exists. No, no, they have the exact same. John Travolta and Nick Cage both have the same bodies. It's How do the faces even swap when they have different like fundamental head shapes? No, no, no. It's, oh, don't overthink this, man. And then uh, and then uh, Nicholas Cage is wearing uh, Travolta's face, and he calls him up on the phone. He picks it up. He's like, uh, somebody calls somebody. I don't even remember. Somebody calls somebody. It's like uh, Sean Archer. And then he has the best line of the movie where he says, well, if you're Sean Archer, I guess that makes me Caster Troy. It's amazing. Ugh. It's it's so good. There's a part where there's a shootout and they end up back to back and they turn to shoot it, aim at each other but and the there's thing a between mirror between them is a mirror. Like, oh, oh my god. He's shooting so... himself in the face. Metaphor. But he is the other guy. Oh, it's oh man, Ben. You know what would have made this you... movie better? Nothing. Nothing no. could have made this movie better. If John Woo didn't change all the stuff that the movie was originally going to be. All right. First of all, I had never seen a John Woo movie before, and I thought that the things about him were just like over-exaggerated jokes. You know, oh, John Woo always has slow-mo and doves. Then I saw the very first slow-mo early on that lasted way too long when Nick Cage got out of a car and his like mm-hmm. cloak flapped. Yeah. I was like, okay, this oh, is weird. I looked it up, John Woo. There are no doves for a long time. Near the end of the movie, doves in a church. Doves everywhere. Why are those doves in that church? Nobody knows. They're just hanging out. Yeah, during a gunfight, random shot of doves. Just like uh-huh. yeah. in the middle. slow-mo dubs, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, according to the trivia, before John Woo was brought into direct, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone were in mind to play the lead roles. But John Woo wanted Travolta and Cage. Okay, uh, okay, okay. We, we joke about the body difference between Cage and Travolta, <laughs> but clearly <laughs> Schwarzenegger and Stallone do not have the same body type. That would have been ridiculous. No. Well, it's also, it was going to be set in the future... So maybe it wouldn't have been a face swap, but they would have done like fundamental thing. Maybe a brain swap or something. I don't know. Maybe they could have done something different. But then you can call it (laughs) face-off. It could be the face initially. I don't know. There's something else, too, that was terrible. I'm trying to remember. But I don't. Because, oh, yeah, the random part where there's a big shootout and there's a child there. And all the FBI people seem to be aiming at this child because people keep having to dive and get him out of the way. Which they wouldn't (laughs) do. Uh... And then they put these headphones on the kid that starts playing over the rainbow as performed by Olivia Newton, John. And that's what you hear instead of the action going on. Uh And the kid's just reaching out Mm. towards the light. What's wrong with this kid? That whole section was decided by, Oh, guess what? John Woo. (laughs) Of course he's the director. He's the author of the film. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. But adding in terrible things like that. No, it's amazing. It's a great, great movie. How about the part where, now, uh, uh, Sean Archer is Castro Troy. The convict Castro Troy gets locked up. He's he's undercover in the prison. But then after the other guy kills all the people that knew about it, he's stuck in this crazy futuristic prison where they're wearing these like magnetic boots where they can't leave the floor. It's amazing. It's a great. And there's like a prison break sequence in the middle of it. I was okay with the magnet boots. I thought those are kind of interesting. Uh, those boots were actually from the Super Mario Bros. movie, by the way. They're the, they're the oh. jet boots they use in that movie. They're just painted differently? Yeah, yeah. They're painted pretty differently. What's interesting also, I just watched Escape Plan like a week ago, which is about Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone in a prison together. Oh, yeah, it's a fun movie. It is. And you know what happened in this movie when he came out, escaped from the prison finally? He was in the middle of the water, but this time on an <laughs> oil rig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, what was the name of the prison? It was... um. Let me write it down. It was it was an anagram, wasn't of like nowhere or something. It, it was it was nowhere backwards. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I I do uh, not like that. Movie. I think it'd be really fun to watch with someone else if you're both making fun of it together. Okay, but I really enjoy uh, the Face Off. It's a great movie. I, a coworker of mine is maybe his favorite movie of all time, uh, and I'll just be working with him, and out of nowhere he'll quote Face Off, and I love it. He'll just say. If you're Sean Archer, I guess that makes me cast I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, right? <laughs> no. Oh. no, no. The, I think one of my least favorite lines was like, uh, "I want to take his face off." And the, you have to have the <laughs> hand gesture too. Yeah, I, actually, I was actually doing that. And then the other guy responds in the same his like tone face and case. off. Yes, his face off. <laughs> there, there, there's a confusing scene in that that I've talked with my coworker about a lot. We've seen this movie multiple times, each of us and uh there's a character who is working with the bad guys like the bad guys right hand man and he has a sister and his sister has a kid and the kid is Nick Cage's kid yeah and it's 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 the the woman the kid her brother and then Nick Cage and there's a scene a big shootout the brother gets shot and he like before like as he dies he kisses his sister in a way where we're like hey what now wait what <laughs> That was a sister, right? Because were they? Was it really a sister? Because that doesn't make any yeah. sense. What just happened? Did you have the same moment? <laughs> yeah, I, I was confused by that as well. <laughs> we uh, we have spent years trying to figure this out. We have we've got nothing. We don't know. What about the part at the end? Is this a spoiler? Does it matter? Yeah, yeah. If you talk about the end, but sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Face off spoilers. Let's go. Yeah. Face off spoiler. Letting you know. Skip ahead like thirty seconds to a minute somewhere in there. I don't know. Okay. At the end, he brings the kid. Like, hey, can we adopt this kid? And he just and they're, like, yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you think that at least you you know tell him in advance because they can't say no. The kid's in front of them. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, we ha- uh, we, we don't had want a this child kid. and he died. Get in the him start. out of here. Why didn't Nick Cage shoot him after he went through him and shot the kid instead? Why didn't he take a second shot and shoot him? Yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's good. It's dumb fun, Ben. Don't over. You're overthinking face off. This is more of dumb fun than. Fast you just, you turn your brain off? No, no brain off <laughs> <He> <laughs> took his brain off <laughs> no there w- are there are i will give the movie a little bit of credit for trying to be clever with this but uh uh nick cage's character and his brother are named castor and pollux which are gemini and uh travolta is archer which is Sagittarius, I think it was. And those two are on opposite sides of the Zodiac spectrum. Oh, let's see? Hidden depth that not even I, a face-off superfan, knew about. <laughs> I, I learned about it from reading the trivia on IMDb. <laughs> I, I usually do that. I guess I must have missed that one. Oh, the start where he's dan- Nick Cage is dancing to Hallelujah? playing as he sets a bomb yeah, there's yeah a stupid it's amazing dance. and when it's he a, does a, that beautiful. facial expression i don't understand that's where yeah this movie is where all those dumb like Nicolas cage internet meme pictures came from it seems from like it no I, yeah, I think most of them are yeah oh it was terrible okay I, all right i have to go on to my okay movie now uh, the third of the trilogy con air thought it was okay Thought it was good at first, and then it kept going, and it became just okay. Mm. Drags on a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Con Air. Based off of the name of it, it has to do with a hairdryer brand. Sure, yes. No, that's not true, though. It's about a... uh... It's about a confidence man who sells people uh, air conditioners. <laughs> but the air conditioners are faulty. They break after an hour. But by then, he's already out of town counting his money. How many does he sell in one town where he can get out in an hour? I, I don't know. I'm not sure. No. Uh, Nick Cage plays a newly released ex-con. He goes to jail for – I mean, he, he did kill a guy. Do they do that movie thing where he's convicted – like he's a convicted felon, but they justify – it's like, well, he didn't really – it wasn't It was too bad of a murder. It was a <laughs> uh, forgivable murder. He didn't mean to murder this guy. I, I think he got in trouble for either in or voluntary manslaughter. I don't remember which one. It was like uh, three drunk guys harassed him at a bar. He went outside with his, uh, I think, pregnant wife or something, and they harassed him and attacked him outside, and he killed one of them accidentally with his superior – like, fighting skills he got while being in the military. And uh, so normally I would think that would qualify as self-defense because these three guys were attacking together and he was only one person. But they said because of his superior fighting skills, he classified him as, like, a lethal weapon or something. So he got in trouble and had to go to jail for years. Well, that's all very, very quick at the start of it. And so he's newly released, wants to get back to his wife and his now daughter who's old enough to talk and uh they're they're all on a plane together a prisoner transport plane and he's on there and a couple other like just normal prisoners along with some of the most violent prisoners in the country for some reason on the same plane and then the passengers seize control and take over the plane and keep the guards as hostages and then does most of the movie take place on the plane do you think so that's why i wanted to watch it but no, it does not. That it's like Convicts on a Plane. John Cusack. Sam is Jackson. In it. John Cusack is in it. And he, I think he said it was his least favorite movie he ever made. Really? He was in Identity. Was that good? No, no. It's okay. He, he plays, I think, like a, a U.S. Ranger or something. He's on the I ground for most of the movie. Oh, let me go again. He was in Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, all right. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, he's on the ground trying to figure out stuff and he's like no don't shoot down the plane we have good people up there and I'm like oh this guy's helping me and so nick cage does a pretty good job i think in this one he has a weirder southern accent than i expected out of him and the song at the start in the credit <laughs> does doesn't it's seem great. to fit uh i can't remember what the song is it doesn't seem like it fits to me i don't know why uh john malkovich is like the lead guy the lead criminal cyrus the virus grissom Okay, what what what's his crime? What did he commit? Uh, some kind of lots of murders. Okay, okay, sure, <laughs> I think sure. It was. Some kind of lots of murders. Ving Rhames is Diamond Dog. And I think he firebombed an NRA meeting. Okay. Uh, there's Steve Buscemi, who's only in the movie like halfway through, and then is, he barely does anything. He's supposed to be like the Marietta Mangler. And he doesn't really do much of anything. He's not scary. He doesn't mangle anybody. He's just some terrible criminal He's, who's there. Just kind of there. Danny Trejo is Johnny 23. MC Gainey Swamp Thing. Yeah, it's it's just okay, though. <laughs> it so- sounds, they, yeah. They took over the plane. The plane has to land somewhere, and then the mm-hmm. criminal's plans get messed up. The whole time, uh, <clears throat> Nick Cage has to pretend that he has to be there for 15 years because he's secretly trying to help out the guards and help the the rangers and the fbi catch him without the rest of the convicts knowing mm. yeah so he's trying to double double cross him. yeah it, it was okay if you have a, have a bonus good movie uh air force one i li- really like that movie get off my plane sure yeah well except i didn't like like the last quarter of it so much because gary oldman stopped being in it is it he stopped... the bad guy yeah gary oldman plays the, cr- the villain and he is really good the last quarter of the movie is mostly Ah, uh, we got to land this plane now that all the terrorists are gone. Oh, that does sound boring. And then that's it. But the first parts of it, really good. So you're recommending people watch The Rock and the first three quarters of Con Air. <laughs> and then not Con Stop. Air. Not, Air not Force Air. One. Yeah, Air Force One. I watched Con... like a few airplane movies in a row. Did you watch Airplane? I watched Con Air. I did not watch that one yet. I have watched it before, though. I watched Con Air, Air Force One, and then I watched Die Hard 2. Oh, yeah. That is another airplane movie. I watched all three of those. But yeah, so that those are mine. Oh, wow. Oh, I have to do one now? Okay, let me yeah. go. I'm going to go rapid fire style. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to say my three movies are uh, The Guest. I'm going to say my other movie is Pacific Rim and then Man of Steel. Okay, go ahead. Put them in order, Ben. Which is which? All right. I'll say Man of Steel was... Awesome was the good one. Uh, Pacific Rim, haven't seen it. Mediocre. And The Guest, you think was terrible. Yeah, you're right. You nailed it all three in a row. Incredible. Wow. That's pretty surprising because I know the real order. No, no. Uh, I'm going to say that Pacific Rim was bad. It is a dumb, bad movie. I don't know I what saw that's the about. <laughs> it's about robots or something. Robots oh. fighting monsters. Oh, that's kind of yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. So I should not watch it. I mean, I don't know. I thought it was pretty boring. Uh, Man of Steel is okay. It's got problems. It's a problematic, disappointing movie. How about that? Yeah, th- th- yeah. I'll go with that. The action scenes were kind of fun, at least. They, 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 they leaned, yeah, they leaned into the the, um, the zoom, shake and zoom, shake and zoom, and the uh, they, they play, they played Superman up as as a as a messiah figure too much, which is one of my least favorite aspects of the character. It's not. A super interesting angle for him for Superman. Yeah. And, you know, it's it, like m- most movies do that. You know, it's Neo from The Matrix or whatever. But um... what about the part where uh, Superman's dad helps Lois Lane get out of the jail or the space jail or whatever? the Oh, ship. right, right. Yeah, that's okay. That's fine. I don't know. <laughs> it was kind of fun, at least. Uh, and anyway, it's not—it's not a bad movie. It's just not the movie that I wanted. It's and, the movie you uh, deserved. Yeah, yeah, it's the terrible movie I deserved, <laughs> uh, and a uh, g- good movie, uh, The Guest. Yes, I'm not going to say is. a lot about The Guest. It is, it is an R-rated uh, thriller, action thriller, comedy, sci-fi. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I would also highly recommend that movie. I liked it a lot. <laughs> it's a cool movie. It's it got is. A, it feels like. Um, it feels like a kind of a throwback to like a 1980s uh, filmmaking style. It's uh, pretty interesting. I don't know. Yes. I don't want to say too much about it. Um, but it's rated R. People under 17, not permitted. For violence, language, I can't remember. Drug use. There's stuff, drug use. It's stuff, stuff like that. It's really good, though. It's a cool movie. It's well, one of the coolest movies I've seen in a while. Check it out. Yep. Uh, that's it. Those are my three. I'm done. I'm done talking about them. All right. Maybe maybe Superman v. Batman uh, Justice Rises will be pretty good. Dawn of Justice. That's right. Batman v. Superman Dawn of Justice. Yeah, I, I hope so. It's still Zack Snyder. Yeah, I don't like... Uh, his track record's a little rough. So he might still get opinion. the shake and zoom. But. You know, it's, it's, it's his style. Uh, let's see. He's made uh, several movies that I did not enjoy, but he... Uh. Uh, did the remake of Dawn of the Dead, which I thought was okay. Oh, I didn't know he did that. I liked that movie. Yeah, yeah. Although, to be fair, that movie was written by uh James Gunn, who went on to do Guardians of the Galaxy. Tim so, Gunn? Tim Gunn, yeah. He said, I'll make the screen I'll make the screenplay work. Oh, uh, no, I did not could, know that though. Could have gone at that joke from a different angle. <laughs> Zack Snyder's like, I can't. What are you doing writing zombie babies? I can't do this. And he <laughs> says, Make it work. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> I forgot about the zombie baby. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, so those are recommendations. Watch The Rock and the Guest. Don't watch uh, Pacific Rim or the, the Face Off. And if you want to watch Man of Steel and Con Air. Oh, and also. And Dawn of the Dead, there's a zombie that looks like Jay Leno. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Okay. All right, right, so with that, we shall move forward to feedbacks. Sound. The mail's here. Oh, great. Thanks. What's this? A letter for me. Okay, welcome to the feedback portion of the showgram where... We uh, you know, you guys write in or call in, and we play it here on the show. If you want to write into HappyCast, our email address is happycastfeedback happycastfeedback@gmail.com. Write us or send a voice message if you like. Check out our website, happycast.website. Follow us on Twitter, HappyCast, Facebook, HappyCast so forth and so on iTunes check us out there leave a review tell a friend about the show but only if you want to I don't want to be you know, pushy I don't want to make you do if, that if you don't want if, to if you do uh, let them listen to like a really good solid episode whatever you think the best standalone <laughs> episode is not definitely just any random one no no make them listen to the body swapping episode <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible first episode okay yes but uh, is that's is that everything that forget anything No. no, no phone number 177 happy none sure yep call leave a message At feed burner I don't know we, what it is happy cast wants to hear from you participate call on your happy hours bumper patrols your good bad okays Netflix picks. yeah give us three movies that you like don't uh, and eh. um, you know uh, some some fight court suggestions uh, write in about a weird dream you had or something who knows <laughs> Um, Write <laughs> about it. anything that's... you want If you have something on your mind And you just want someone to talk to We're here for you This is a public forum for listeners of the show Yeah Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and check out our emails this week We've got a couple A couple here to share with you First one comes in from Neil Orangepeel Not Petra seventy sixty four 70641 No, I don't know where that comes from it's, I don't. It's know right beneath Neil's talking... Oh, that must be Spam Oh, yeah, that looks like Spam yeah, Although the subject line on Neil's email says, all caps, this is not spam. Earn money from the comfort of your own home. Money's good from your own home, in yeah. fact. Neil says, hello, chaps. I'm not sure if this will get to you in time for recording, as I had sporadic internet the last week. Have I ever told you how bad my internet service is? No? Well, it's quite bad. Oh, anywho, yeah. anywho, I'll jump into feedback from Epedition. That's the end of the email. <laughs> Oh, th- was there like an accidental interpress somewhere in there? I'm not sure. There's a second email with the subject line: "Congratulations, you have won millions of doubloons in the UK lottery." Ooh, doubloons! Doubloons. And they continues in eight. <clears throat> oh, okay. Expedition Eight. Oh, okay, Epidition Eight. Which is ben, which one, Brian? Uh, it's the last one we did. The uh, what's what, what's it called? Gate gate skate gate 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 escape escape yeah, gates. that's that's perfect. Yep, nailed it. So Ben's Pizza Happy Hour. Ooh. As you know, I live so far away from everywhere that I can't get takeaways delivered, and we don't have the online reordering here. The closest thing I have to is to ring them up and pre-order. I would like to pre-order a pizza. (laughs) They're pre-order bonuses. Extra pepperoni. If you you pre-order today, you get extra cheese. (laughs) Oh, video games. Ah, yes. Ridiculous. Uh, Will I get access to future DLC for this pizza? (laughs) The season pass of pizza. (laughs) Um. But yes, uh, if you wanted to, uh, if you, but you wanted me to tell you about my local pizzeria. Ooh, yeah. It's owned by a Chinese family who also own the Chinese takeaway next door to the pizzeria. They have all the usual toppings on the menu, but they also have a weekly special. This week, as it's Chinese New Year, they have Hong Kong sweet and sour chicken as the special. Ooh. Which, instead of tomato base, has a sweet and sour base. Topped with cheese, onions, peppers, and deep-fried shredded chicken, and it tastes amazing. That sounds, sounds crazy. Really, sounds really good. I'd like to try that. I'm kind of bummed that I can't buy that pizza anywhere around here. Brian, what do you think you would rate that pizza on a scale of one to five stars? Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like a, a four four stars. Oh, four stars. Okay, four four stars. <laughs> four yes. stars. Um, he continues. I, that's a weird thing to throw in here. Um, my, my favorite special they do is in December, the Christmas dinner pizza, Whoa. which consists of a gravy base topped with turkey, onions, shaved parsnip, and stuffing balls. It tastes fantastic. That sounds like the craziest pizza. It sounds like the, you know, the Jones Soda uh, Company. They oh, do the yeah. weird holiday sodas. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, oh, this is cranberry cranberry sauce soda and this is a turkey and gravy soda and green bean soda. Oh. This is like the pizza equivalent to that. Oh. You know what? I would eat I would eat a breakfast pizza. I don't uh, I don't know what the yeah. base the no, base yeah. maybe could also be gravy. I don't know. Yeah, have it's like, like a breakfast gravy. Have like some with bacon, a, scrambled eggs, sausage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this that's a real thing. I've had it. Oh where? Uh elementary school for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so i so i can't get it then i mean if you want to go hang out at my old elementary school and <laughs> I, <laughs> try to get some breakfast i think that might look a little bit creepy if i try that hey man people come from all over the country to try to score some of this breakfast pizza all right but was that good i liked it but i was a kid and kids like dumb things yeah cause i want to try like a professionally made one
1: not like all kids a pizza shop, pizza i Pizza shop. i like dumb things
0: when i was a kid Oh, what kids don't! No offense to all the children listeners. <laughs> all of them. All the children listeners. Okay, I'll stop talking about breakfast pizza. It sounds. I really like to try the sweet and sour chicken pizza. It's ah. Can I get a Photoshop challenge? I want a picture of that pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's the picture of the pizza. <laughs> Isn't that how that works? No. Are you just asking because Neil often finishes our Photoshop challenges? I want to Photoshop me eating that pizza so I can show it to people and act like I had it. It was delicious. Uh, I want to Photoshop of the breakfast pizza I described. I can send you an actual picture of that. I'll just have to go to the elementary school yeah, and do that. order some pizza. <laughs> you just order pizza at the elementary school. I mean, cool to be choice. fair, this was 20 years ago. They might have <laughs> changed the menu in the, that time. All right, that is a good point. I still want one, though. Neil Orangefield continues on the subject of UK currency. He says, yes, Brian, you're correct. We use doubloons in the UK. There are 10 pieces of 8 to a groat, and 100 groats make a doubloon, or as we call them, pounds. I, I don't think I believe that, but I don't know enough to dispute it, I'm accepting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm accepting this as fact. I'm not going to look at anything up. I'm not going to confirm it. I feel like Neil would not lie to me, so it's going to be yes. that, Be like that thing where a lot of people think that narwhals never existed because they sound so fantastical, and they just never yeah. happen to look it up, so they just believe all their life that they're not real. Like unicorns, a lot of people think those weren't real. Yeah, totally those real. Are definitely real. Uh, there's a pasture of them near our apartments. Is that what a group of unicorns is called? No, it's just a pasture full of them. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was like a murder of crows or... No, No. it's called a rainbow of unicorns because they're all different colors. Okay, so a group of unicorns is called a rainbow. (laughs) Yeah, I thought everyone knew that about unicorns. Neil continues on the subject of season slash seasoning. Last week we, uh, you know, he used the word season. His favorite season is parsley. And I was asking a question about whether or not that also applies to seasonings, because I don't know words. He says, I'm not sure how you use them over there, but if you use one season slash seasoning in a cooking, it is a season. More than one seasons are seasonings. One or more seasons are seasons or seasonings. Is that how Uh, we do it? Hey, I don't cook enough to know. <laughs> I thought sure. you worked around seasons or seasonings, so yeah, maybe work, you'd know. I work, work all seasons: uh, well, autumn, <laughs> winter, uh, summer. This is the backwards joke of what he did last time. <laughs> 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 stole I it and reversed. I'm still gonna do it. <laughs> I sh- I stole it and reversed it like a like a poor car thief. Ma- ma- <laughs> well, maybe there is. The car was parked, and he had to reverse it. Mm, okay, I of don't course. Quite. If you're in the UK, you reverse on the left side of the road. Of course, yes, that's how they do it. So I, I don't know if maybe I just English badly, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> me no English good. But I, I for us, I thought it might always be seasonings. Like, oh, I'd like some salt seasoning. A seasoning of salt. Well, no, we, we I, I, say I, I don't say that. Don't we... say a season of salt either. <laughs> A little bit of... This needs a little season. A little season. season. I don't know. This, this needs a little bit of seasoning to make it taste better. Maybe it's a regional thing. Maybe. And we're both in the South. That's true. What that's do you true. call soda? Uh, I call I all soda Coca-Colas. I, I, I used to, I think. What's your favorite Coke? Mine is 7-Up. <laughs> favorite Coke is Pepsi. Yeah. No, well, I mean, you're that's... also near Atlanta. No, yeah, yeah, no, we bleed Coca Cola here in Atlanta. Oh God, it's a real, it's, it's a real problem. <laughs> At least, I guess, no one has to donate blood there. There's a Coke factory like right there. Um, yeah, no, I've had like it, it is a joke, but I, I have heard the exchange like, "I'm going, I'm going to the store. You want a Coke?" It's like, oh, "Yeah, you get me one." It's like, "What kind? A root beer?" Uh-uh. <laughs> Does Coca Cola make a root beer? Don't they own one of them? They do. Yeah, they do. Barks barks has bite the bite caffeine <laughs> I, now, a I, lot of root beers caffeine free i did not know not, that not barks because barks. barks has bite so i think as long as it's still a coke product it'd be okay to say coke like what dasani isn't that coke i'd like a coke yes yeah water thank you i'd like a water coke <laughs> oh that probably tastes disgusting but, okay i'll stop talking about that okay Neil continues on the subject of Ask a British Person segment. I like this formatting. He says, and it's well-formatted email. He says, absolutely, I am up for that. Asterisk. Winky face. Please note, my views may not always be correct at time of publish. Hmm. So, I mean, if he's down for that, we should... Um, uh, listeners if you have a question to ask a british person please uh, send an email to happycastfeedback at gmail.com we will forward that to neil and perhaps we'll have a recurring segment here it can be a serious question it can be a silly question just some questions yep sounds good and he says q q q, q eh. okay so that's q <laughs> and then how to pronounce q oh <laughs> q e If Q, and then um, he has it spelled three different ways. The correct spelling is just the letter Q. Just Just, just the letter. Like Prince. You know how Prince changes his name to that symbol. It's like that. The letter Prince. But the the symbol just turned out to be a Q. You know the letter Prince. It's on your standard (laughs) uh, keyboard. It's over next to like between F4 and F3. Uh, sandwiched in there. I don't have one there. That's the volume up and volume down button. on the subject of Q, he says if you can get if Q can get me better internet, you've got my vote. Oh, so now that I guess the two contenders in this election will have to fight over who gets Q as a running mate. Yes, sounds good. And then he wraps up by saying, "No happy slash bummer because it would sound too repetitive. Just pick one for me. Happy hour is either one food, two music, or three television. I will say food. It's that crazy uh, Chinese pizza. It's great. I'm, I'm going to go with TV. Doctor Who. That's all they watch over there, right? Yeah, yeah. Doctor Who and uh, Doctor Who and Faulty Towers. It's all yeah. it's ever on. <laughs> and it reruns of Monty Python occasionally. Right, right. And Blackadder. <laughs> that, that's all they show on TV over there. And a and bit of a uh, bit of a bit of Fry and Laurie. and and then after that it's just all American TV. Sure, yes, Friends, just Friends. They love Friends over there. That's how uh, you know, it's a perfect and really it's great because Friends, if you look at Friends, it's the perfect representation of typical American life. So diverse. Yep, <laughs> and the, these these struggling <laughs> these struggling New Yorkers. Uh, just with their with their tiny, tiny apartments. Just postage <laughs> size apartments. Uh, and they can afford them all when regularly at least one person is jobless. Yes, of course. <clears throat> and then he says, Bummer Patrol is either one, people not driving properly, two, internet problems, or three, British weather. I'll go with internet Which, problems. Yeah, people aren't driving correctly. I mean, people, people don't use their indicators. That's probably a bummer. Oh, yeah. That probably is. That's a Neil. That's a Neil bummer. And he signs off by saying, keep, stay, look, be happy. Neil Orange Peel. So, thank, thank you, Neil. Thank wonderful, you, Neil. Wonderful email. Well yes. done. We also have another one.
1: Not the best Neil formatted
0: again. email of the year goes to Neil Orange Peel. Oh. This email is called feedback. Oh, nice. Very, very simple. Q. To the point. Yeah, better than the new today's. No subject. Uh, She says, hello, B&B. Hello. Should we start doing that happy cast with B&B? I'm B, and you're B? I'm also B. Because <laughs> we get intro like that. HC with B&B. <laughs> oh, that might be a theme sometime now. Uh, Hello, b and B. I I seriously need a time turner. Last semester, my friends started calling me Hermione and think I'm definitely living up to it. That's because last week I said... Oh, this is people who missed the last weeks. I said she needed a time-turner because she has two classes at around the same time, I think. And a lot of them. Uh, I'm surprised to hear your criticism of Phineas and Ferb. I encourage you to sit through a couple of episodes since I think you both might enjoy it. It's probably not everyone's cup of tea, but I personally enjoy the puns, pop culture references, and general antics. It's currently streaming on Netflix, and an episode is only like 20 minutes. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll check that out right now. I'm loading up Netflix. Oh, the, n- maybe not now. <laughs> oh, it's taking too long to sync the cloud. I'll try again. Yeah, well, uh, I no, d- it's not it's not syncing. I don't. I guess I can't watch it. I don't remember criticizing it, but I, I I just I'm really unfamiliar with it. Is more what I would aim for. Yes, no, I don't think I was critical of it. Uh, I wasn't trying to be, at least. Sorry if I was. <laughs> I might have come across that way. I am just. Uh, ignorant of of the premise um those things you describe sound really fun i enjoy puns and pop popular culture i know john stewart has said several times in the show that he actually enjoys watching it when it's on with his kids i know that lost creator damon lindelof wrote an episode oh well see now i definitely want to watch some and then uh it featured guest voice Terry O'Quinn. what and for some reason, that wasn't enough to get me to watch it. Looking back, what? I probably should have checked that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I will check that out. I didn't know it was on Netflix, but now I definitely will once I'm done with my current movie spree. I'm on I, I love spree and Fearb. Oh, look, there's a movie. What? Uh, she continues, as for a book club, I'd love to do that. I've not read many of Stephen King's novels since I'm not a huge fan of his writing style in general. But I usually like the T V or movie adaptations. Eleven twenty two sixty-three sounds really interesting though. I'll add it to my to read list. Book clubs, we need books, what if we can't get everybody to read Stephen King, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna do like high school, everything just things that people read in high school anyway? We're gonna do the great Gatsby. Yeah. We're gonna do um to Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, I don't know if I read that one or if I was supposed to or not. Romeo and Juliet. Sure, yes, yes. Everyone at Hamlet? Hamlet? Oh, oh, I've got... I'm sorry. I'm sorry to uh, cut in on you, Ben. I have breaking news about Phineas and Ferb on Netflix. Oh, yeah? I've loaded it up, and there appear to be three seasons currently streaming, but there is a notification here that says it's available until March 4th. Oh, I better get uh, started. <laughs> which sounds... I well, I don't know. Sometimes those dates come and go, and everything's fine, but it sounds like it might be leaving Netflix soon. Oh, I definitely need so, to start watching, then. Get get to work. Everyone else start, too, even though this episode comes out on March 1st. You have three days to watch the rest of Phineas and Ferb. Uh, you start and finish Phineas and Ferb. Oh, yeah. Or at least the three seasons. I don't know how many there are normally. Uh, she continues, I just finished reading The Maze Runner, which was interesting. The mystery drew me in, but the characters fell a bit flat for me. I saw the film version of that. Was it good? Well, that's all. Okay. Well, this, this is okay? not. It's not a criticism. It's not a criticism of the film. I was very tired at the time, <laughs> uh, so I saw the first like 40 minutes and fell asleep. But the first 40 minutes were full of intrigue. The premise was interesting, and I would like to finish it one day, perhaps. Someday. <laughs> Yes. I was watching it. I was at Chris's house, and his wife was there, and his son was there, and they all seemed to enjoy it a bunch. And <laughs> that's uh, so. There you go. Yeah. It, well, you never sleep. A, you never sleep. You never wake a sleeping Brian. No, it's true. Let sleeping Brian's lie. The old yeah. adage proves to be true once again. Ah. Uh, and she continues further. My happy hour pick this week is my apartment not being 80 degrees anymore. The temperature was set to 70, but every time the heater went on, it didn't go off until the temperature was 80. I managed to convince my landlord to turn it down a few degrees, so now it only gets up to 78. It's still hot, but a few degrees make a difference. Yeah, you know, 78 sounds kind of kind of ideal. Uh, yeah, uh, i don't know my ideal 64 oh you know yeah it'd be nice as low as you can get that air conditioning uh but just here in the summer it's uh, like constantly in the 90s and yeah I I, I I just i long for some 80 degree weather it's same with same with here same with here same here <laughs> and uh rac says it goes to 64 it does not feel 64 in the room I think I don't know a lot about how air conditioning works. I bought one, I bought one from this uh, shady dude at a gas station, and then what? it broke after it broke after an hour. But he was gone with my money. Uh oh. But <laughs> I, I think the idea. If I'm less I'm mistaken, the idea of the air conditioner setting is you set it to a temperature, and then it's supposed to kick out AC until the room reaches that temperature, in which it will will drop off. I think. Yeah, it did not feel like that. So if he, so if if it doesn't hit if it doesn't hit 64, I think it's just running constantly trying to achieve an unreachable goal. What if it hits 88? This could all and then then you go back in time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should turn I don't it know. up higher then. This could be all completely uh, off-base and untrue, but that's just how I've assumed that air conditioning works. She continues further, further. My bumper troll is windy weather. I've no problem with cold or even snow, but when cold and or snow is combined with wind, it's just miserable. I can't even look down around here without getting a face full of snow. That's all for this week. (laughs) Prolong happy cue. Yeah, wind. Uh, you know, we can all agree. No matter what the weather is, wind makes it worse. No, well, I think wind makes a hot day better. Okay, but any kind of <laughs> precipitation, you don't want yes. any wind. You don't want rain coming at you sideways. Yeah, you have an umbrella. What's what's the wind gonna do? Nothing. I mean, the umbrella. It's, it's not gonna help you from the wind. It's just gonna carry you away like Mary Poppins or like Piglet. Well, Mary like, Poppins chooses to fly away. Every aw ends. You just took off the first letters again, and some of the middle ones. I was doing uh, Van Dyke. That, I that's think how, he still how... says some a lot of a lot of letters in there. He, he oh, yeah. no, that, that's just the vowels only now. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, like he says he uh, talked to cartoon penguin. 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 A penguin. i do not to say that word correctly. Ping-wine. I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced penguin. Penguin. All <laughs> right, we'll go yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one bad thing I don't like about windy weather with precipitation. Windy is... weather. The uh, the weather girl from channel channel four. The weather nope. meteorologist. D- windy weather. Ex- she does not exist. Oh, sorry. She's imaginary. No, it's glasses. I like rain. I like snow. But wind plus those things. My glasses are. I mean, they need little windshield wipers on them. Oh, I thought you're going. I thought you're going like freestyle poetry there. <laughs> it did sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> I I was thinking that, but I I, I don't know how I'm going to rhyme this. I can see no mo yep yep there perfect landing i did it that's all the feedback we have for this week so we're done we're out we're out of here we're done it's over it's over let's let's blow this popsicle stand i don't even understand that phrase who has a popsicle Is it like a lemonade stand and why would you blow it up i don't i don't know i'm not sure let's ask a british person probably not british slang but still well, thank you, everybody, for writing in. Oh, yeah, if there are any, like, British uh, British idioms like that, please. yeah, that's my question Britiums. for a British person. Some bridiums. You have any bridiums? Yeah, ask about the origin of those, and Neil will tell you someday. Yep, perhaps, perhaps. We'll pass them along. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everybody, that wrote in, namely Q and Neil Orange Peel. Uh We hope you check us out next week. Until then, I would like to cordially invite you to keep happy, happy. Okay, that man. we did it, Ben. That's the end of the Happy Day, the first, the the, the first ever, the inaugural Happy Day comes to a close. And I think we really nailed it. I, yeah, I can't believe we did it. I think by next year, this holiday is going to be so popular that people are going to be buying their Happy Day de- decorations in January. I agree. I think it's going to uh, it's going to overtake uh, things like Halloween christmas and thanksgiving and become really the most beloved holiday in the history of the world i think it already has congratulations you two managed to make it through nine expeditions in a row somehow take a break and congratulate yourselves next week well don't take a break you still have to release one